What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 305, broken up into two parts, A and B. B? B. 305A, posting on 1122, will be a discussion on Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and 305B, (laughs) 305B, posting on 1125... Will be a discussion on the state that the MCU is in right now, Marvel in general. Are we worried? Have a listen, find out. The answer is yes, we're worried. He doesn't speak for all of us. I speak for me. All right, guys, what's going on? I am one of your hosts, Grayson Vibranium Maxwell. I know, I stole that one. Because, like, you're the piece that holds it all together. Yeah, thanks. Joining me is, does every week. should be stuck at the bottom of an ocean. (laughs) That's what. Joining me as he does every week is my co-host, Roger. I wish I could breathe underwater, Stillion. I mean, yeah, sure. That's cool. Yeah, and know. our lovely perma guest, Chris. Hey, there's that guy from the Hobbit movies, Bond. <laughs> yeah, Martin Freeman. He's great. We love him. No, How I are we, it. guys? I got your reference. <laughs> How are we, guys? What's going on? We're good. It's cold. It is cold. It's cold everywhere, though. It's unforgivingly us. cold. It is absolutely unforgivingly cold. It's, you know, they're saying here in the Ohio Valley, it was like, 30 with the wind chill makes it like 17 or something. That's yeah, just it was windy ridiculous. as shit this morning. Yeah, I wanted to go for a bike ride. And no, I was like, you didn't. Nope, never again. Wait a minute. You, you want to go for a bike ride? Yeah. Well, he said he said in the summer that he'd been riding bikes with your kids, right? Yeah. But what kind of bike do you have? I don't One know. with two what, wheels. What, yeah, it's got two wheels on two it. Two wheels, not, a chain, a couple of pedals. I have a Trek. He a does 7,300 Trek. He doesn't have a Trek. Sorry, I'm not, that, I, I'm not that into it. It, it, it. Honestly, it's my wife's bike. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's I actually just saw an article that kids from the 80s and 90s remember those Remember those pedals, how they, like, when it, when it came back and <laughs> clocked oh, your shins. Oh, busted right in his shins, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that hurts so bad. And then ultimately leaves a discussion about the whole boys quotation girls bike quotation right, yeah yeah i remember about those why, well yeah. but why the girls bike had the lower bar where the boy you know like the, the going across but the guys bikes in quotation marks had the higher bar yeah, to bust I'm, your yeah. nuts off of like it yeah. never made any sense <laughs> no, like didn't. those should be reversed like why would they yeah exactly 100 percent. oh look not only did you come short and almost wreck on your bike then you definitely smashed your nuts also yep. i had someone tell me and this infuriated me i'm counting on you guys my peanut gallery here to tell me if i'm right or wrong oh good I'm leaning this towards the answer already. This, I was, we were talking about 90s and how like we were born in the 80s, so we remember the 90s. This one girl looked up and said, I was born in 98. I'm a 90s kid, thank you. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, yeah, that doesn't count. She's like a 2000s nope, kid. Nope, that doesn't count. Best. You're too close. Listen, you couldn't wipe your ass in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't remember like seeing on TV like Frosted Tips and Backstreet Boys and TRL and Carson Daly, you know, you're not from the you're not Bro, a 90s I, kid. Are you pulling that from the image of the posters on your wall growing up? They are. They're yeah. up there. They're up there. <laughs> I don't they're still up there. I don't doubt it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. So what, okay, so what's the cutoff to be born a 90s? I say, like, 88 is probably the cutoff to be a 90s kid. No, I'd say 90. 90? Yeah, because I mean, you're cognizant by 10. You can make form your own All right, fair, the 90. Then. But, like, 91, okay? You start to get in the You get much area. past that. I mean, you're yeah, still a child. I, I, I agree. I mean, you're in third grade. You're yeah. not really defining your youth as that. But. I don't want to be that guy that says someone they're not, the, but like, look, if you're born in 98, you're not a fucking 90s kid, okay? Just get get over it, man. Sorry. Sorry uh, about your luck. Why are we, we gatekeeping decades, though? You know what I mean? Like, Don't tell me what to do, Christopher. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm wondering where you're going with he this. Yes, I'm now the only one without facial hair and without. No, I have a little bit. You guys see it? Oh, yeah. So you had the balls of grow back after your friends went to see you. That's, that's a real coward I'm going to wear my glasses next week, my blue light glasses to fit in. Here? Yeah. What if, I, what if I told you you will never truly fit in here? <laughs> I mean, 
mean, that's fair. That's fair. How many episodes has it been? A lot. A lot. You now you're trying to fit in, huh? What's there's the one. Well, he doesn't usually wear glasses. He wears he glasses all the time. I try to wear glasses when I see movies so I can see them. I'm yeah. old. My left eye's going bad. Okay, fair. I did like this twitchy left eye. Oh, it was my right eye. I did twitchy. Yeah, so you're weird. But uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, so I what else you just on, winked guys? at you? I did. I did <laughs> give you. Nice. I did give you. A it wink. was the slowest wink ever. What's going on? So okay, I just so made an awkward. Slow one of these ones I couldn't sleep, table. and I'm not working, so I couldn't sleep. So I started with draft day. Okay, rolled right into Moneyball. Good, and then went right into Arcane. <sighs> oh no, yeah, that's it. You're a piece of shit. And then went right into um, oh um, the pig sixty one with Barry Pepper and Thomas eh, Jane about the home right. run. Well, that was there are way better baseball movies to watch than that. Right, but I, then like I, Bull Durham and then and then Angels I did, in the outfield. No, no, no. I didn't do I didn't yes. do Bull Durham until later that night. But I did um the other uh, Eight Men Out with David Schrader okay, and a bunch of people about the about that very famous yeah the so Black I, Sox scandal. I just kept going like HBO Max has all these baseball movies on it for some reason. I just kept on rolling yeah. into the next one. Always watch Bull Durham. I will fight anybody. Bull it Durham is, is the, excellent. It is the best baseball movie. Better <laughs> even then than Field of Dreams. Have you not watched How about Pig the yet? Natural. Better. Hold on. Have I you, disagree with you. Have you not watched Pig yet? I haven't. God. All right. I'll make a deal. You don't. With you. you don't like Hold movies. Hold, oh, right. I'm the guy. <laughs> so, okay. So I'll make a deal with you right here, right now. Audience can. And I've actually met this week quite a few people. Um, we have to shout out Roger to Diane. Hi, uh, Diane. Um, What's hi, up? Diane. Single pistol. Diane Sarno from Marquee, who says she listens to every episode. She loves us. So shout out to you, Diane. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Um. So we know we have at least one listener. So I don't know what you whispered, Roger, but it makes me uneasy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's um. What were you talking about before that? This sh- shout out, uh, pig, pig. I'll make a deal right now. If I do not watch pig, Chris, I will buy you a dozen of your chosen monster drinks. I mean, you know which one it is, so that's, it's fine. That's the one. That's, tea, the, one. that's the one he always drinks. <laughs> that's one. Tea I just had one different in like six months. All right, yeah. fair. Next week, by this point, if I don't, we had that weird piece one a while ago. I will yeah. take my ass out of here and go buy them and come back. All right. Deal. We'll, we'll do the show without you. That'll be the punishment. Next week will be my last one in the, in the studio for a while. Okay, though, yeah. Because I'm going to back to Atlanta. Back to Atlanta. For them bad Hot boys. Atlanta. Bad boys. I also learned I might have to go to Miami towards the end. Oh, you that, poor, that you poor, poor thing. I know. Oh, <laughs> dude, I, I, might, I learned I might have to go to Miami. I might have huh? to go in the middle of winter to Miami for a while. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah but last so time bad. last time he went someplace warm in the middle of winter, he got screwed. That's he, was, true. he was stuck in the Dominican Republic yeah, the Dominican for like two Republic. weeks. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> well, he got paid for that shit though. I Don't did. feel I bad. For I was him. very well paid for that. So, That's what else is going on, guys? What else? Uh, I watched I watched John Wick Chapter Ooh. One with Lacey last night. What do you think? Did she know? What did she think? She she what she was not. She was a little bit above lukewarm on it. It's definitely a guy movie. It she is? she well, knew sure. that she knew that going in. Um, she gasped like every. Uh, Every female viewer when, when the dog gets killed. Oh yeah, uh, yep. fucking devastating. Well, Which every, is like every male or female gas when the dog gets killed. Yep, pissed off. She um, I asked her if she uh, at one point I was like I was like, what do you think of the action? She's like, I don't know, it's action. I was like, no, no, you need to you need to watch and appreciate the action here. She went. I mean, he's shooting a lot of guys. I like that he. She said, "I like that he reloads, though." Yeah, because okay. that's it's a real. big deal. That's a positive. Yep. You know, she uh, she gave it overall positive. So okay. she 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 is ready to watch the. Uh, she she goes, are the other ones just like this? I said. The second one is the third one's a little better. I think it's more action. Yeah, yeah. So I would argue that John Wick Two is when the action really comes into the forefront. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, then exactly. things get like real good gunplay, yep. real good. Like the story kind of is, eh, mm-hmm. but the gunplay is like pow 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 pow, and you're yeah. like, yes, give it to me. 
Pow, 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 pow. Just like that. It's accurate. Yeah, 100%. I thought, I I thought someone was in her shooting. Ripped it straight from John Wick itself. <laughs> I saw we were watching a movie on the TV there. Yes. Fucking incredible. It I know. is good. I'm, I'm glad she enjoyed it, though. <laughs> she I was did. worried she wasn't yep. going to enjoy it. Well, not that I mean, it's my movie, but you got to watch two more of those for the fourth one. So. I agree. Yep. No, I, I, I'll, I'll have fun revisiting them. She may not join me for you know, full attentiveness for the other two, but she w- she watched the first one nonstop. So See, I, I think she, she got her through one. I think she'll yeah. go to two. I, like, I agree. She should, I, agree. I, think I wouldn't try to be like, look, we're doing this three consecutive nights because that it probably ain't going to fly. No, no, yeah. You space it out. You'll be all right. Yeah. And then nobody. I haven't even sold her on nobody yet, but if she likes John well, Wick 3, she gets through we'll John Wick 3, you should be easy to get her. Yeah. But look, go for Atomic Blonde. I, I haven't uh, seen that one yet. Well, I haven't seen that one yet, though. So that would be a one go for nobody her. because yeah. it's the kitty cat bracelet. That I think she'd have more fun with nobody, though. I think I think she'd enjoy that one more just because I think nobody has a different, well, has a slightly different feel to it. I, I would state though that you can't make that call because you haven't seen Atomic Blonde. That's true. That's true. Pow 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 That's fair. That's fair. All right, guys. What else going on? What about in your life, Roger? It's soccer time, baby. It's time for the World Cup, boys. World Cup, boys. It's coming. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. Did you get the new one? I I got the new one. I did not yet get the new one. Mm-mm. Oh, I wonder why you never asked me. I have a lot of questions about, but like I'm not gonna ask them on the air. But like I have so many fucking questions about how this game is played. No, I hear, uh, I hear there's a lot happening. I hear it's uh, not so great performing on the old Switch though. So <laughs> it is. It, it's it really chugs on the first Switch. It, it, it so I have the new Switch and it it there are stuttering issues. At, so I have the most issues when I'm in the dock. Mm-hmm. Which which is a problem, but in handheld, I haven't noticed much. It's just when you rotate the camera. There's a lot that loads in this game, though. There's actually a lot going on. Sure. So I can see why, and also the world doesn't have loading screens unless you're going into places. So it has everything loaded. It's, it's rendering. It's trying to handle yeah. a lot of stuff. I think I is why. Yeah. But do you, do it's you, playable. Do you, do you experience like a when you catch something and it registers to the dex? There's like a two second pause every time of like. You're like, what is it, my game yeah. freeze? And it's just loading the deck. Yeah. It just takes the two seconds to load the deck. I'm just yeah. surprised that that's, that's a problem that Nintendo has. You don't have that problem. Well, so I'm not surprised by it because, like, look, this, you know, even in the last one, what was it, Sword and Shield, that was three years ago? It was ago, tough on it, yeah. It was still tough, and this is bigger scale. I'd so. rather have the problem that the people making the Nintendo games are pushing the games further and forcing Nintendo to upgrade their system than them dumbing down something to make it to make it okay for the Nintendo I agree, system. I, agree, yeah. I, well, I think I'm okay with that. All video game nerds should decide. The one thing, though, is Breath of the Wild was basically a release title for the Switch. Mm-hmm. This movie, this game does not look as good as that does, and that performed pretty damn well on the yeah, Switch. It did. Yeah. So it uses, they're, it, it they're uses self-shading, off- though. Sure. Well, here's the thing. If Pokemon used cell shading, would it have been the worst thing in the world? No, 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 no. That's, that's I, what I, I think mean, that'd right? be fine. Yeah. Um, I believe we'll get an optimization patch somewhere Probably. relatively soon to help yep. clear that up. So, yeah. no, it, I will have it soon. I have to get. Uh, I'm up. having fun with it. They um, they definitely throw you in because like, there's a lot to do right away, even before you go on the main story path. So it, it I think, I think it's good. Well, and you so, can do whatever you want in the yep. order that you want to, right? Well, I was gonna, I was glad you brought that up. We're on a Nintendo podcast, but I'm glad you. <laughs> Just for like, I just was looking for numbers. I meant to bring that up today, but um, I meant to bring that up. But you won't get numbers till next week. Okay, but it's, I mean, apparently it's doing extremely well. Of course, which it is, is like, I mean, like when it, when a new Call of Duty launches and does like seven hundred million in one day, like just blows most movies just out of the fucking water. Yep. Like, there's a reason why there's a lot of really high paid CEOs in the in the video game industry. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. All right, so back to Wait, it. Let's get who was your starter? The stupid duck Quaxley. Oh, gross. You didn't go with Fue Coco. No, he's actually the weaker of those. Star- I've been reading he's statistically the weaker of the starters. Bro, Bro he has he's the best fire. type. Ghost. 
I always go water. I never don't. See, go I water. usually do too, but I hate that duck so much. Anyway, let me, let me let me tell you something. When it evolves, you're gonna hate it more because it looks even dumber. I know. Spigoritito. <laughs> you, you, you go with the the green one every time. No, never. Um, <laughs> you always go with fire. <laughs> so no look. Poser. Yeah, that's going to be a fire ghost Pokemon. Dude, that is so strong of a combo. It, it really is. All right, there's a lot of Pokemon. Watch that, bro. But no, but I mean, sorry, Diane. I'm yeah, not. yeah. Sorry. This, <laughs> is, like, this is what you get. But th- I mean, look, that's not a. That's also not a small potatoes release. That's a massive <clears throat> industry leading release. So yep. So yeah, but yeah. So a lot of Pokemon for me. I watched John Wick, and um, I'm making my seven year old jealous of my Pokemon playing, so that Good. I can give her a Switch for Christmas because I want her to have one, not because she wants one. Good. 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 This, this is how you parent people. the right way. Yeah. Start. Start. Did with you get her the other one? What? Are you getting her the other model, the other game? Of course I am. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I know how this works. <laughs> not all the time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen, let's get into the episode. This is episode 305 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. which posts each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers, and movies of the week. Let's look at the box office and just a little indicator or a little correction from last week. So I cur- so this week I did some looking around. Top Gun Maverick is still playing theatrically, but the numbers they do not count for their box office numbers. No longer count, but okay. they're e- locally Marquee has it, and how, it's still. How does that work? Though? So okay, I, I can actually explain this because yeah, yeah. I've seen this once. Movie once their theatrical take actually ends. Any move, any money that Top Gun brings in, they don't have to share anymore. It goes directly to the theater chain. Oh, okay. So, like in the first, you know, movie theaters make very little per ticket on movies. The longer a movie is there, the more money they make. Yep. If it runs through, because listen, this doesn't happen very often. Obviously, Top Gun's got legs like stuff we haven't seen in years. They get one hundred percent of the take. So, which is. Awesome. Yeah. So why not play it? Yeah. Just, right. Let's get all the. All if the it money gets twenty five people a day, man, that's yeah, that's pure profit for you. You know, that's that what it. ten bucks a ticket. You made two hundred fifty bucks by just turning the lights on. Yeah. So I asked someone. I asked them today how. It was Especially doing if you have screens open. Right? They've been trying to take it down to one showing a day, one showing a day for weeks now, and they get complaints all the time. Like, why isn't it playing? They're like, it's been out since May, sir. Where have you been? Well, we're in a very uh, Top Gun 2-centric area. Hell though, yeah, you know bro. I mean? yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so this is the last week for, so the next, so starting tomorrow, they're going to try to get it back to one showing a day, but they're right. going to get complete. But like, that's still great. That it's making money. Like, that makes yep. me so happy. Yeah, no problem. All right, number one this week still, with no surprise to anybody, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, $67.3 million. That's take. a strong second It's not bad for well, week two. Worldwide five forty six, but first week was three thirty, so it's it doesn't it didn't hit that first week. It, it was just shy of that, which still it would have been six to six sixty, right? I mean, it's half a billion dollars in ten days. Yeah, that's it's not fine. Yeah, poor Marvel. Yeah, yeah poor Marvel. They're, <laughs> they're eating cans of beans over there. Uh, we're gonna talk about that one a little later. Number two. Wait, we are. Oh, What'd that's you? gonna be awkward. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm. Did you watch the Christmas Chronicles again? With yes. Kurt Russell? For Shame. the 14th time this week. <laughs> All right, number two, the menu, $9 million, bringing us worldwide to 15.2 that we're, we're going to get into next week. And then number three, The Chosen, season three, episode one and two. Those are theatrical, as far as I know. What the fuck is that? What? And it's 8.2 million, worldwide 8.2 million. I saw the posters everywhere. I don't know what it. I wasn't aware. Someone was at my. Was, I I went and saw Black Panther today. So the guy in front of me was in line to go see the Chosen. I was I like, "What is that?" I thought I thought he meant Devotion. No, it's just Chosen, season three, 
colon episodes one and two. So I, I yeah, Black Adam number four four point five million worldwide of three hundred and sixty six. Yeah, Black Panther blew that one away out of the water. Done. Is it the chosen or the chosen one? It's the chosen. Okay. And number five, Ticket to Paradise three point two million. Well, still making money. A worldwide one hundred and fifty eight. Not the bad. movie's still cruising, it's man. It's bad. doing very well for itself. That's your box up. Let's see what we can see. Maybe Top Gun. No, it's about, about Jesus. Yeah. What do you think? It that was makes about? way what, more sense. That's what I know. It's called the Chosen. Yeah. It could have been about that those weird kangaroo fighting ninjas from like the nineties. The kangaroo fighting ninjas yeah. from the nineties. Yeah. You remember that Can- movie? What? <laughs> Are you talking about Kangaroo Jack? No, no. What are those kangaroo fighting ninjas? I'll, uh, I'll look at right. <laughs> I'm going to say the name. You're like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> you're going to blow my mind. Yeah, I don't see anything. Oh, Pray for the Devil's Drop number nine. Surprise, surprise. Smile is actually still in the top 10. 213 on that what small. What did we say the budget for Smile was? Like 10? Something like it that. It was low. <laughs> That's good. They're celebrating over there. Anyway, there's your box office. Not much changes there. You knew that so was So the coming. first two seasons of The Chosen, the first two seasons have a 100% score on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought we might check this out. I saw the score was very high. So. Maybe Whoa. Around we'll Whoa. Take a look at that. How do I not know what this is? <laughs> well, the thing is, we're, you know, we're in this weird change period for streaming. I mean, also, I don't do a lot of Jesus-related things. I'm just going to lay that out there for the people that well, listen. What was the movie you really loved? Fault in Our Stars? Something yeah, like it was that. great. <laughs> That's a sad one, though, man. Jeez. Shut up. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's look at some future releases. Speaking of the religious stuff, moving into what's coming. This past weekend brought us Disenchanted on Disney Plus, The Menu, and She Said, which is still extremely limited. Warriors of Virtue. It's called Warriors of Virtue. Oh, yeah, that's I the can- that doesn't ring a bell. That's the kangaroo fighting ninjas. Okay, yeah, but I'll see your Warriors of Virtue with Velocipastor. Which is exactly what it sounds like. I mean, it's, that could be the chosen as well. It, like, he was chosen. It has more. He was chosen by God to become a pastor and avenge evil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. All right, this coming Wednesday, which is Thanksgiving, uh, which is the day before Thanksgiving, Bones and All goes wider. Devotion, The Fablemans, Glass Onion, and Knives Out Mystery for just one week, and Strange World, all coming out theatrically. Quick question, Grayson: You still confident in that Fablemans? I am. Okay, I'm sticking with my original. I mean, you can't change it, so I'm glad that you're doubling down on it. Cause, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of TV commercials for the Fablemans coming out. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks for. I your... mean, I see devotion like every six minutes. Yeah. Every <laughs> on repeat. Yeah. Yep. December second, Violent Night. Yes. Good. December 9th starts off with Empire of Light, Father Stew Reborn. Oh, is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Oh, <laughs> God. And The Whale. So that's an easy week. The Whale is going to be for us, oh, I think. Oh, God. December 16th, Avatar, The Way of Water. Never heard of it. Small little movie by a no-name director. December 21st, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I actually like those movies. Did you know that Wars of Virtue had a budget of $35 million? Did it really? It In did. the 90s? Yeah. Decent. Okay. It made six million in the box. <laughs> <laughs> look up. Look up Zizix Road. Zizix Road. Spelled, like all the Zizix are X's. So X Y combinations. All the you know, there. It, it's got. It had um several people in it. So I think um Catherine Heigl, um Tom Sizemore, but it, it made it made them like twelve bucks in a week or something. Wait, isn't Zizix Road like one of the roads in between like Barstow and yes, Vegas? Holy shit! I knew what that is. Yeah, I I think so. <laughs> What's the box office for that? Google uh, Google wants to know if I want to turn my safe search off. Oh. <laughs> it thinks you mean X's. <laughs> a bunch of porno. Yeah, yeah, just 
look look up Tom Sizemore on IMDb. It'll 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 be there. Two thousand and six. There's yeah, the that, movie. That might, oh, there we go. Okay, and then December twenty third, which is a Friday. Ba- Babylon Glass Onion goes to Netflix. I want to dance with somebody. I think that might be big. What I want to dance with somebody. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope it is. I hope the theaters get. The trailer's busy. pretty nifty. Does <laughs> he thirty? What thirty dollars? Yeah, I read an article. It was less. It was less than a hundred bucks. Let me see. What? Let me see. Thirty. Yeah, thirty dollars. Yeah, thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, the people. So it was they they refunded the people who bought the tickets because they felt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it, I, I mean I can pull up the article. I, I have it. No, it's good. December twenty fifth. We'll have to do a deep discussion about that because <laughs> listen, we'll I, I only want to watch that movie and see why. All right, December twenty fifth, which is Sunday, Christmas Day, women talking, and it goes wider, and that's it for twenty twenty two. That's a wrap, folks. So not kind of a lackluster uh, last quarter here. Very much unfortunate, that is. Well, let's take a look at what's streaming. This week, we're back to the beginning of the cycle with Netflix. Uh, I chose Up in the Air by director Jason Reitman, George Clooney, Vera Farmiga, Anna Kendrick, Jason Bateman, J.K. Simmons, Sam Elliott, Danny McBride, Zach Galifianakis, 2009. I love Up in the Air. I think it's superbly written. Galifianakis is in that movie. He's in the beginning with a sniper rifle. Yeah. <laughs> What you, they're talking about reasons you want to kill your boss. And he's got the sniper. He's smoking a cigarette and then puts it out and snipes, tries to snipe his boss. Yeah. Uh, that's a damn good movie. George Clooney's on his A game. Anna Kendrick's on, on his A game. Just it won Best Picture that, that Academy Award yeah. season. If good Phenomenal movie. movie. Damn good movie. Roger, you chose a goodie also. We had some laughs before we started recording. This is the End by directors Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. Those two work as a pair all the time. Yep. James Franco, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, Jay Baruchel, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, Michael Sarah, Emmy, sorry, Emma Watson, Paul Rudd, Jason Siegel, Rihanna, 2013. Tell us about it. So this movie is a story about a party up in the Hollywood Hills with a bunch of famous people playing themselves, by the way. During the and, apocalypse. And the apocalypse breaks out during the movie, during the party. And hilarity ensues. One of my favorite parts of this movie is when Michael Sarah walks into the bathroom with no pants on. And he walks up behind Jay Bruchel, just strokes the back of his neck. He's like, "How you doing, Jay baby? How you doing?" <laughs> it's just so out of. It's so weird. It's it's a funny move, especially with Emma Watson comes in. Like they try to, someone's chasing her. And they like they they can't make her safe, and she runs out of the. I just think that movie's hilarious. Um, uh, did, you, did you see that one, Chris? I so I was just about to say. I think you really. Enjoy I it. saw that movie. No, I've seen that movie. Okay. I think I saw it in theaters. I don't remember with who. 2013, you yeah, said? You don't remember the big devil dick that's on No, I remember or? the devil dick. I remember the yeah. movie. I don't remember. I think I might have saw it with like my buddies or something. Like, and then finally when they go to heaven, they, they all dance to that Backstreet Boys music video. <laughs> no, it. like I said, I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that movie's hilarious. It yeah. is. It is. Good when they're choice. trying to ration their water and Danny McBride stumbles up from sleeping in a bathroom, bathtub, and he's just pouring the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it makes like, like omelets. And <laughs> <laughs> he weighs all their food in like one morning. Yeah. Hey, I made omelets for everybody. Yeah, okay. What the fuck, man? <laughs> all right, Chris, you chose a damn good movie, The Bad Guys, by director Peter Parafel. Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Craig Robinson, Anthony Ramos, Zazie Beats, Alex Borstein, 2022. Tell us about it. This is an animated movie I don't hear enough about, and it's very good. It's criminal. You don't hear enough about it. Yeah, I mean, that's a is good that a pun? That's, a, that's a good take on the movie. Um, my Ooh. my kids have already watched Ooh. it since it came out at Netflix, and I think it hasn't been there long. They've already wanted to watch it. They like the movie. It's fun. It's got great it's got great visuals. The music's great in it. It's just a good film. It's and it's like I said, it's I think it's terribly underrated as an animated movie. It's a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. It's, we talked about it this year actually. We were 
we're very high on it. Yeah. We're, it's a damn good animated film, too. Agreed. So uh, it's a good good call, guys. We got Up in the Air, This is the End, The Bad Guys, all available. If you have net, if you subscribe to Netflix, you can watch all three of those right now. If you have distributed TVDs, you can throw all of them on at once and fight that madness. You do you. Let's talk about some trailers. Senior from Netflix with Robert Downey and his father. What say you guys? This looks sad. Does super <laughs> sad. I think it'll be interesting though. This. How do you feel like this got pitched? This had to be Robert Downey, like his idea. Of course it is. Yeah, he's the one doing all the work. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's interesting. It's a it's a look on a guy trying to look look back and then his relationship with his father and try to understand his father better as his father is you know much older. Um, it, there's a few scenes where it shows you he's almost about to crack and cry. Like I'm, that's what I'm. I just I like those feel good like sad moments. I know sure. you're, you're a movie crier. I am a movie crier. I lo- both movie crier. All I lo- three of us here are movie criers. No, I don't do Liar. that very often. It's very rare. Tears of the Sun got me the first time. That's way just back. an odd one to get you, but it, I don't know. It, anyway, it got you emotionally for America, didn't it? No, it it's the sacrifice. Jason cried during Transformers Four. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did I, not. I like fake fictional things that make me cry. I don't Fair. like. I don't like real shit that makes real me cry. stories of real people. Like, yeah, I don't want oh, that. No, I, I don't I'm gonna that. cry like a fucking baby. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. need that. This is bullshit. Mm. It's probably awesome. I hope it's good. I, I mean, Netflix has, might have a winner here. It's, Listen, one thing. All jokes aside, about how terrible some shit is on Netflix. Their documentaries are very good. You're just talking that because you're going to watch that Pepsi. Why don't you, why don't you no, tell no, no. people about the Pepsi one, please? Oh, okay, listen, I'll bring that up right now. Unintentional segue. I actually wasn't going to go that way. You know Netflix's first Oscar was for their documentary, Icarus, right? Yep, yep. That was where it is. Um, so somebody made a documentary about the scandal from like the late 90s, early 2000s, where they had Pepsi points about somebody turned in 7 million points to get the Harrier jet, and Pepsi told them no. Um, so Netflix made a documentary about it, which I didn't know it existed until today, and I'm very excited to watch this. Well, what's so, it titled? Uh, Pepsi, where's my jet? <laughs> Brilliant. I think so. It'll be. It'll certainly be an interesting watch. Listen, I'm on vacation that. this week, so which is awesome to be on vacation during. Nice, scratch during that. Yeah, it's nice. Um, so I will definitely check that out. You, do you think? So you don't think Pepsi's going to take a hit for for that at, at all? No, I don't think so. It doesn't matter. You don't think? No, well, you, you don't think Pepsi's big enough to get it buried if you, they wanted you to. You can't get some movies, TV shows, and people canceled for racism. You think they're going to get canceled because they didn't give somebody a jet, a Harrier jet? <laughs> fair, fair. Come point. on, some people to shrug off sexual assault like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's looking for his jet. All right, number two on the list of trailers. Let's talk about Empire of Light by director Sam Mendes, uh, Olivia Coleman, Toby Jones, Colin Firth, Tom Brook. Um, there's a ton of people in this. Talk to me about it. You guys didn't seem to have much to say when we watched the trailer, though. Uh, looks like a weird British movie. Yeah, it, this looks like it's so far out of my wheelhouse that I don't care about it at all. A drama about the power of human connection during turbulent times set in English coastal town of in the early 1980s. What's that movie where Will Smith is a invisible Jesus caddy? Oh, The Legend of Beggar Vance? Yeah, I bet, I'm bet i betting that one of the characters is, isn't real just like that. You're probably not wrong. That, that's, that movie's bad, though. Legend of Beggar Vance <laughs> is a bad movie. Interesting idea. I like that movie. Idea, but it's, it's just it's not great. I like Bagger Vance. Well, I like a lot of awful movies that are bad. Starship Troopers being one of them. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, but that's a good movie, actually. Actually, the, I actually think it's actually one of the more brilliant movies of the late 90s. That's like yeah. Mortal Kombat bad. You know what I mean? It's yeah. still good. It's wonderful. Yes. Let's watch Mortal Kombat next week. Yeah. So let's talk about... I have, I have a thing with Sam Mendes because it's, you know, the thing, you know, it says like, oh, you know, the trailer says like, oh, Mendes' best work and... 
So let's talk about the movies. Sam Mendes, some of the things he has done. Uh, Skyfall. <laughs> yeah, but no, of, of course. But let's talk about them in order, in succession. Oh. So, okay, oh. American Beauty. Yeah, that was no small well, feat. I mean, that's that's okay. Yeah, sorry. That or, was a big deal when it came <laughs> won in. Won an Oscar. Know. Road to Perdition, uh, another excellent movie. It's got like a five out of ten. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. And you said that Jarhead was okay. I like Jarhead a lot, actually. Uh, Revolutionary Road it didn't. It just didn't have the punch that you know people wanted it to have, especially with Kate and Leo reuniting on the screen. It just didn't have it. Away we go. Skyfall, which was damn good Bond movie. Spectre, another good Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Nineteen Seventeen. Like we're talking about all these awesome small movies. film. Yeah. Um, and Empire of Light. I don't think this is going to be as bad. I don't think you can beat American Beauty and Road to Perdition. I just don't. He's topped. Sam Mendes cannot beat either one of those. I think Nineteen Seventeen is right up there with both of those. So, but I noticed you guys didn't have much to say when we watched the trailer. Yeah, it looks terribly uninteresting and boring. That's fantastic. Thank you, Chris, for that yeah. astute. Observation and let's talk about Magic Mike: The Last Dance. Oh, let's say talk about that burly, abdominally ripped man <laughs> and his provocative sex dance. Let's, let's, let's yes. <laughs> what do you guys think about the trailer? Uh, I just said yes, yes. yes. I, I'm not interested in this. Liar! It's, I've never seen any of the Magic Mike movies. My oh, wife isn't dude. into them. The first so. one is really good. Seriously. So, the, so like we're talking all, like all jokes. Good. All jokes aside, yeah, yeah. the first Magic Mike movie is really. Yeah, I'm pretty sure good. my wife has seen that one way back when it came out. But other than that, I don't think she's seen any of them, and she's. I don't think she. she the second one is it. like the weird one on some like weird road trip. <laughs> this is like the weird one where he's a teacher now. You know what I mean? So yeah, so it's going through its natural well, throes. Soderbergh, Soderbergh is not a. He's not a. I wouldn't put him on the best of the filmmakers, but he's certainly an interesting director. Yeah. So I don't. I always wondered why he wanted to take on that first movie, but but he did. He, and, and he does he, it well. He does I got no well. problem, Magic Mike. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm never upset to see Salma Hayek getting work either. So that's fine. Yeah, he didn't do the second one. I didn't think he did the second one. But in between, I mean, look, he's done super <clears throat> smart, really funny, hilarious. Yeah, he's <laughs> you know he's done a lot of movies that we like here. So yeah, I'm looking forward to Magic Mike's The Last Dance. Good. Just see, just see what he can do with it. I'm just. You know, more than anything, I just want to see what he's done with it. But you just want to see more magic out of Mike, more package flopping. That's a. Why did you have to you, make you it? Weird? You just went right in there. I did. Well, that's what it is. Damn it! All right, is let's it? talk about the movie of the week. A very big movie, Chris. I know you've been excited about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Pig. I'm kidding. We Black- should. It's a great movie. I can start. Black Where do you want Panther, me to start? Wakanda forever. All right, let me get, let's get some particulars out of the way. All right. Small movie from a small MCU universe you guys, you know, may have caught wind of. Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, Angela Bassett, Denai Gurio, Winston Duke, Dominique Thorne, Florence Kasumba, Michael Cole, Martin Freeman, Alex Liviani, Danny Sapani, and the list goes on. Directed by Ryan Coogler, written by Ryan Coogler. This is a big one for the MCU, for Marvel. Hey, you only butchered half the names. I did. I'm sorry. Only the I hard ones. I like, pre-read some of them. I just I have a hard time pronouncing them. Anyway, uh, Roger, what's Black Panther Wakanda Forever about? Um, that's a yeah, tough, what, what that's is a it about? tough question. Tell me what it's about, Roger. Actually, um, I will say more of what uh, the theme of this movie is instead of what it's actually about. So the theme of this movie is transitioning the Black Panther character away from Chadwick Boseman after his unfortunate uh, death. Passing. Um, so I think I will lead everything off before we really dig into it. The thing. I think as a tribute to Patrick, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman, 
Uh, I think it, they do that very well. They do. They they put that. a they put a cap on that character. They represent his memory throughout the whole thing. They even you know have a scene where he off camera passes away, mm-hmm. um, and it's sad. And you knew going in that this movie was going if they were going to do something along that line, they had to do it right. And I do believe that they do that right. Um, after that point, it's about Wakanda. It isn't about any single person at that point, I would state. Um, and listen, it's got some problems. It's not the best thing that they've ever done. Um, I can see why they did what they did in some scenarios, but we're going to dig into the hows and whys here in a few minutes. Yeah. So, Anybody so, else anything to add to that? Um, it, it, it's about a few. So you have multiple characters in this film, and it's about the way that the world is towards Wakanda itself after Wakanda is perceived as being possibly vulnerable and the new threats that face it and what they do without having the Black Panther on their side. You have a lot of you have a lot of character development in this movie and you see where some characters have ended up that have been gone for a little while. You see uh, some characters go through some things and have some growth. So they do have some character stuff that happens in this movie and I think I think those parts of the film are the best part better or for worse for Marvel? You know, like in your Marvel film, I don't know if that's what you really, what you want to be your selling point, but they do a good job. But it is what happens. It is what happens in this film, though. I would be curious to f- to know what people were looking for in this movie, because it certainly wasn't... I got a different movie than I was expecting, and to me, I, I know you guys might feel a little differently, it didn't really feel like part of the MCU it felt more self-contained than some of the last, some of the more recent stuff because it isn't on quite the broader scope. It is primarily contained to strictly Wakanda. Yes, we do get some scenes at MIT, mm-hmm. um, but that's honestly mostly action yeah. in that anyway. But story-driven wise, it is mostly about Wakanda and some new folks that mm-hmm. we meet along the way yeah, here. But isn't Black Panther the same way? Um. Yes, you know I, mean? I, I believe that that's accurate, but that wasn't, you know, when we were first introduced to the character of Black Panther in Civil War, Yeah, that's where we first meet him, that's on a more global scale in that one, and Black Panther is more contained to Wakanda, and then he has, obviously, his parts through the two Infinity War and Endgame, and yeah. then, unfortunately, he's passed off in between those two, so... Um, to have them come back to center around Wakanda again, I think it's probably the right call. I agree. Um, I, I am anxious to see which direction they take the Black Panther character going forward, um, because maybe it's not as global as we think it might be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they definitely establish a tone to move that character along True. down the line. Well, yeah. they, also they, didn't, do, they didn't have to do that either. They no, didn't. they didn't. And they also do leave. I mean, they do leave a couple of diverging roads where they could take the Black Panther part of the story. There are some, so there are some question I, I marks. I don't think it's too far into that. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get there, and I don't think it'll be tough. Even though there's, even though this movie's very long, it not a ton happens in it, which is kind no, of there are some, this well, thing. They, I think that's, I think that's one of the things. So action, when, it's, when there's action, there's action. Yeah, but there are spots that are a lot of dialogue to get to action and. That's probably for the worse of some of this movie. Like, it needs to be... It's probably too long, okay? And I'm pretty sure we're all going to agree on that. Yeah. So the original Black Panther movie was two hours and seven minutes long, okay? Mm -hmm. This movie is 241. Now, that is an extreme jump forward. Now, listen, if this movie came in at, like, 215, all right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. There's another 30 minutes of this movie. And a lot of it past the honoring of Bozeman... 
doesn't really help mm-hmm. the story at all. And I would say, you know, one of the things we talk about is how, how movies are paced. This movie's pacing is all over the map. Yeah. Like, like one side of the extreme to the other yes. side yes. of the extreme. And yeah. I think that's a problem. We, we take hours to, you know, we take like an hour to go like an hour in their world. Mm-hmm. And then we take another hour to go like a day and a half. Yeah. And it's it's crazy how that cycles through. And it's not even pacing in, in like in the literal term, but even... Like you said, it's it's either it's it's full it's full speed or it's no speed, and you almost need some sort of like half act like a very like slow burn action scene, a longer drawn out like area where there's not a ton happening, but there's some like consistent action being chopped like along the way, something in there to kind of like give a different pace feel to you know break that up. But there's nothing; it's all just large scale stuff happening on screen, sometimes hard to see, and then it's. Like like we said, a lot of dialogue and a lot of like traveling from place to place, in what I feel like is a fruitless effort for because I don't think everything's necessary in this film to make the movie that they wanted to make well, either. Can we can we talk about something that is gl- a glaring problem for me? Is their worldly travel? Mm-hmm. All right, listen. I I get that how they like they fly halfway around the world in like fourteen so, okay, seconds. Okay, yeah. So the yeah. Wakanda jets, I understand. Listen, they're quick. I get it. They're capable of fucking <laughs> space travel. Yeah. But they go from dead center Africa off of Lake Chad, which is where Wakanda is supposed to be, to MIT in like four hours. <laughs> it's like a it's probably like a twenty one hour trip minimum. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Well, but I mean again, you don't I don't want to hear like Wakanda technology I get that, but like do we I mean do we get it or do we have to go within the confines of what we know can travel? Or am I being weird about that? Oh, no, no. It, it, it's it, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, it, it breaks a little bit, but I don't know. I'm not here to question a Marvel movie's physics well, and things no, like so that. Well, so the only reason I, mean? I bring it up is, look, so we meet Namor in this movie for the very yeah. first time in Marvel. And listen, he's a big guy in Marvel, at least in most storylines. He is heavily tied to the Black Panther character yep. because, look, they don't get along. They just don't, okay? Um, where... In the comic books, there's dork stuff coming. He isn't in the Gulf of Mexico underwater. He's in Atlantis, dead smack in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, that's true. Okay. They didn't have to put it, excuse me, in Mexico. Like, they didn't have to do that. They chose that for a reason that I've yet to understand. And maybe I'm not, listen, I don't have to understand this. You know, it doesn't matter. But they consciously made that choice to move it away from that. So they did. No, no, they did it for the theme of the movie, the the colonists. They, I'm sure they did that for that theme. It, it, it's 100%. okay. I could, I could see that. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's possible. It, it it ties another through line to like you know connecting, making the two the two nations have similarities that of you don't course. think about at first. So yeah. I mean, no, you're probably right on that. Um, also dealing with the lost city of Atlantis. There's I don't know. There's you could. Maybe they didn't want to play that card yet. Maybe they didn't want to deal with like you know like how like how are we going to make this place look? They could take almost ironically you know the Incan the Aztec culture the Mayan culture and then you know make it into this thing that we get to see in a movie and like stylize it and have something to base things off of instead of making up their own thing for Atlantis. So sure. I, I can see there's multiple reasons for that. So one last thing I'll talk about Namor and I want you guys to take the stick for a minute. Um, Namor makes a very direct statement about himself. Did you guys catch it? What he calls himself? He calls himself a mutant. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does. Mm -hmm. And that is not unintentional. Yeah. 
No, of so, course not. That word's important well, in, the, in the Marvel universe. Exactly. But here's the thing. No one's ever said that before. True. That is true. In the MCU, we haven't dealt with that. Because, yeah. like, look, with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch... They weren't mutants. Mm-hmm. They we, weren't. We didn't. Well, we, I mean, we didn't introduce so them as mutants. They're technically mutants. Okay, but, I think but, is, but is they a never way to say them that. that. But we, we didn't get introduced them as mutants. No. True, true. They, they now, did not. Here's here's another thing though. Namor isn't in this movie. He isn't a traditional mutant though. Either. No, he is not. He is he's he is he is a mutant from evolutionary process, like mm-hmm. in the X Men films. He or the X Men you know canon. He is he's created. He's like genetically enhanced or genetically altered. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Which which was what makes him a categorized mutant. In, yeah. in this you know in this but context, I, I did when he said that. I, I made a mental note. I was like, he's the first person that's ever said that yeah. that I can remember in the MCU as we have it. So that that is a big deal for like and down you, the road. And you know, I never I didn't think about that in the movie. I remember when he said that in the in the, the when I was in the theater. I thought I thought. That's a harsh way to put that. You know what I mean? Because it, it just it felt very out of place. But yep. now that but like, now you're like, hey, uh, wait yeah. a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that makes <laughs> a lot of sense all of a sudden. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's interesting because I didn't catch it either. But I didn't. Yeah. Well, like, I, I didn't catch it in that context. I definitely heard him call himself a mutant. Yeah, and it was I like, you know, yeah. and I just remember thinking, that's a. Yeah, I didn't catch it in the right context. I, yeah. Yeah. I can remember the conversation. Yeah, you, you look at it as like a negative connotation. Yeah, I look yeah. at it as like, oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> X Men. There are other mutants. If he is one, there are more. So. Um, like, like Namor as a character is interesting. He is not too dissimilar than most of the Wakandans that we meet. He's, I, th- I think he could be more interesting. I think they well, did. A, I think they did a very poor job of of making making him like a very fleshed out character. He's very. But I think there's a reason for that. He, he's very. I really do. Think he's very one dimensional, driven, and all this other stuff. But well, and, he's and not he's, exactly the deepest character in comic book lore either. Listen, he he's kind yeah. of a dick. He doesn't leave where he lives very often. And he can really break things if he wants to, because oh, like he's like, really strong. We've only seen the first part of his story inside the MCU. Oh no, ab- and, absolutely. Because like, look, that. if we weren't going to get more of him, we wouldn't have got him. Period. Is yeah. how I look at that. Yeah. Um, now that being stated, Namor's a weird character. He's not good. He's not bad. He's like Venom. He's anti- as basically anti-hero as you get. Some good like his people love him. Most people hate him. Like he's that kind of king ruler yeah. or whatever. So. Um, I, I think they would be hard pressed to make Namor his own standalone movie. I don't think that would ever happen. I, I would prefer, after what I've seen, to them not do that. Yeah. Because some of the weakest parts of this movie for me, cinematically and cinematography wise, are when we're visiting his kingdom. Like, okay. It just doesn't look good, right? It's all underwater. Listen, I understand like making fake underwater is got to be very challenging. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. It is so dark. Mm-hmm. You can barely see anything that is of importance unless it's like specifically highlighted directly in front of the camera. Right? Now, look, I only got to see this once. I know, Grayson, you saw it twice. Did you pick up anything different the second time? Did you see any more? The first time I saw it, everything looked... I saw it at an AMC in Pittsburgh, and everything looked... I never was not able to see anything. I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's the whole thing. Underwater to me, man, it's just all washed out. Like, yeah. well, that's the thing is, again, I I got a little insider information today of the two local theaters in the Ohio Valley, the AMC and the Marquee Cinemas, or at least in this part of the valley, are they haven't changed their bulbs in a long time. Okay, so that's why it could be darker. But at the AMC in um in South Hills Village. It looked great. I think what he's alluding to, though, he's asking us if we, if like you, on your second viewing, did you did you get more out of those scenes the second time around, yeah. or is it all kind of just the same twice in a row? You know oh no, I mean? you definitely won't. No, okay, I, we were talking about the thing earlier. Yep. Um, no, I get you. I picked up on a lot more. I 
Everyone is talking about the siren scene. Yeah. And I want to talk, pay special attention to that. And I was very, I was very like, I wanted to like, I have my own thoughts on that when we get to that. But that's what I now. That's what I focused my attention on. What about it? Well, okay. How did you guys, people are saying that, you know, it's too scary for MCU. It was really kind of unnerving. I didn't find it to be. I didn't find it overly scary. I didn't find it to be anything but things in the MCU. What's, what is, what is more scary about people jumping off of a boat? To their death than someone getting skewered with a spear on a boat and thrown to the water. To yeah, to death in the water. That's of no well, difference. That's, that's to I me. mean, I get the reference of like the like the Iliad, the Odyssey, the sirens that would lure yeah, sailors. That's, to that's death. for a reason. That we get yeah. those. Um, I uh, but I also think people are referring to the scene when he's talking about we're going to rise and kill everybody. That's how this is going to go down. Yeah, we're going to kill every single person on the surface world. That's fine. And I think it's a little people are saying it's. I don't. I don't think it's dark enough. I don't think Marvel's done anything that's too dark yet. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean they lifted a city into the sky, and dropped it and killed millions of people. Yeah, and then they had a big purple guy that snapped his fingers and killed. Well, that's what I'm saying. Trillions. Like, we've had of dark people. moments in yeah. the MCU before. We had we we had we had a character literally unravel someone and have their brain explode on screen. That's yes, very true. Um, you know, uh, we we covered in blood, Carrie esque style. I mean, in the very last Marvel movie, in Doctor Strange, we have him possess a corpse, <laughs> get sucked into hell, and then have demons fight his way out. So maybe the, those people. I think are... on the second viewing, my main focus was that siren scene, and I really wanted to, in my head, cement my thesis already of. The first Black Panther film is a much better movie than the second one. I think the second one, that's what I really wanted to hone in on as far as characters and villains and, you know, comparing Killmonger in my mind to Namor and how the whole, how all that was. Listen, it's unfair to compare yes. the two because, I mean, I'm nothing against against the the actor who played, who played Namor in this. He does fine. Michael B. Jordan as, as Killmonger, Killmonger was a goddamn... It was a gold mine. I agree. That will never that that is such a rare occurrence for Marvel to have such a strong villain. And I don't even think they meant Killmonger to be that strong of a villain. He by far was their best bad guy they've ever had. I, I would agree with you. I, like, I think he's better than Thanos. It's hard. It's hard for me to to make him higher than Thanos for me. But I think it's per, I have daddy issues. But like Ooh, Killmonger, that makes a lot is. Of at least on par, you know what I mean for me. Like, like he he is such a strong villain, and Michael B. Jordan is such a strong actor. Yeah, it would be unfair to kind of compare those two in that way, like one to one, blow for blow. They also gave Killmonger more. They gave him more. They grew him more in that first film. They give you more of a backstory. They give you a chance. He was to connect a more, more natural villain. That too. Well, how they started the movie was almost how they started Black Panther was almost like a Killmonger story rather than the Black Panther story. True. And that's so, what I mean. They paid more homage to that that character, for better or for worse, and it made a way better villain out of that. Yeah. I don't think you can replicate that with with anymore. He's not that. He's not that. Well, no, but that's I was comparing villains. And I just I, yeah. in my head. I want. I mean, I I don't. I, upon a second viewing, I think the cracks in this movie start to show a lot more than the first. I bet. Well, I, I bet they do. One hundred percent. I would argue that there are two villains in this movie. By the way, besides this name, or the rest of it is the rest of the world coming in. Coming at Wakanda, right? Yeah, well, people trying to steal resources from well, them. Like, it's look, the vibranium that's a, that people well, want. That's a legit problem. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, their their facilities getting raided by like French France's uh, French special forces or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just drop them off in the middle of fucking UN hearing. Hilarious. Yeah. By the way, um, but like that shows from the outside that Wakanda, like, that's the biggest thing, you know, for us to get back to the Black Panther side of it is that the world sees Wakanda without their protector. Like, they don't have a king, they don't have their superhero, for lack of a better term. 
They just are existing. Look, they still have superior tech. They still have people that can fight, sure, but they don't have their top level there. Mm -hmm. And I would argue even after this movie, they still really don't have their top level. They have a more established lineage and stuff like that. Like, we have a queen, we have a Black Panther, and still I think, well, I mean, do we even technically have a queen, I guess? I don't even know. So here's the thing. Marvel doesn't very, do a very clear job of defining the end of this film, and that bugs the shit out of me because... I think they were scared to. Well, no, no, I, I don't think so. I, I think do. I think they ran out of time. No, no, because I don't think time was an issue for them. Um, well, I mean, it was two hours and forty explain, minutes. Do you guys slap one another half hour? What's uh, who's the actor that plays the the Winston Duke? Winston Duke. Explain the why then? He, yeah, explain. I don't why, understand. Explain why he comes out and says, "I'm," uh, you know, who who challenges me for king? You know what I mean? Well, see, I I see. That's uh, glad you brought that up because I completely expected when he's having that conversation with Sherry about after she becomes a, after. She a major story moment happens. I I fully expected. I hey walked away from that movie with a vibe. You can spoil that can because spoil Marvel thing. spoiled it in their own okay, fine. goddamn well, trailer, which I hate. Well, you know she takes the serum to become the Black Panther and, and successful. Who she sees is that's the twist that no one saw coming. I would yeah. like to talk about that if we're well, gonna we, really dig well, into well, it. We'll, we'll get there, but I thought for sure, and I kind of walked away from the movie with the vibe that like they they were they were positioning. He's the guy, the leader of the. The Jab Jabari, right? Yes. They're positioning him to be the new leader of Wakanda. She doesn't want it. So the, she's okay. now realized what her plan, why she was not at, what her problem was. She mm -hmm. realized it when he's fighting Nan anymore that she was too, she was going down the wrong path. Yeah. So that I actually agree with Grayson on that. So that's the vibe that I got from. Now listen, yeah. they do a poor job. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, my on screen. Point. Yeah. Of explaining that, but yeah, I I after leaving this movie understand that Mbaku will be the new king yep. of Wakanda. He's fantastic, by the way. Winston Duke is fucking awesome in everything. So yeah. let's, yeah, <laughs> I will hear no arguments. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that Shiri would take the mantle of Black Panther. The protector. Yes. Yes. Because, I mean, think about it. We've gone through this before because when we're first introduced to Black Panther, T'Challa, he is not the king of Wakanda. Mm -mm. He is their protector as the Black Panther, though. So um, this is similar, except they're not related. So it's in a similar vein. Yeah. So, however, imagine big jacked up Winston Duke as Black it, Panther. In the Black Ooh, Panther suit. Buddy. Man. <laughs> I think that's not too far behind. I mean, it's Wakanda is very important to the MCU. It's very well, important to the storytellers I, here. I would state, since they have their stuff back, they could have many Black Panthers. They could, 100%. But here's the thing. I think they're going to do I think Well, they could, but they won't. I think that's what the point of the um, of the Midnight Angel suits are, is to have mm -hmm. many, have many different yep. Black Panthers, quote unquote. What a terrible name. Yeah, and what a terrible looking suit! It looks so bad on screen. Yeah, no, opinion. they look like aliens. No, they look like predators. Or aliens? I mean, <laughs> predator looks like an alien. I mean, as far as we're yeah, concerned. but 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 it, they, they don't look good on screen. I think that took away from um, what's her name? The our our, our favorite spear lady. Oh, the one that like she's yeah. yeah. Like, like I think I think that suit took away from her because she's such a good actress and she's very like expressive. Like she does so much with facial features mm -hmm. that like being her being in that suit was kind of like oh well you know now you're now you're just a CGI mess on. I screen. like that she's got her continuing fight with the big sword guy. Me too. Like I think yeah. that's well, cool. Okay, well, and then she calls, points, we're gonna, yeah. so, she calls him out in his yeah. own language. Yeah. So we should we should start where the movie start. We should go back to I wanted to start where the movie started and kind of go into it. We were kidding in the story points here, but covering you know broad the stroke. But let's start with let's start with the beginning of this movie. As, we start with the funeral. Well, we start with the we death. We start with the death of. We start with Shiri looking to solve a problem with the mineral she's yeah. working with, and then is interrupted. 
your well, brother's with the ancestors now. Well, yeah, but her, the point of that is she's trying to she's save her brother. She's trying to save her brother. Well, right, but yeah. so the big takeaway from the beginning is Chadwick Boseman unfortunately passed due to colon cancer um, problems that he's had for a while. And now w- the, the question, especially in the MCU, especially to Kugler, especially to this movie, which we all know why, that, I mean, this is a big deal, is how do you, what do you do? How do you... How do you honor the man? How do you treat the character? And I think they've done a fine job here. Yeah, they they gave him a very fitting ending, and that's okay. What I I like what they did with they start the film, and then after, right before we get into it, you know, it's doing the whole Marvel thing, how it's showing you all the pages. Oh yeah, it how it all just becomes silent. silent. Yeah, dead silent, was, and it was all him. Yes. I thought that was badass. Yes. which was brilliant in a way. It's a very nice homage. Use your word, you homage to Chadwick Boseman, yeah. and it's a fitting way for us to kind of like. A grieving for him and with him, but that was fitting. It also so that bookends the movie with the silence, with mm-hmm. a very heavy moment in the beginning of the film and the end of the film, which you guys have seen when she's remembering her yeah. brother. Mm-hmm. Very, it's a very good book. I'll give Kugler that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, with the outset here, is if there had to have been a thing here where Kugler's like, I can do Wakanda forever, or I can do Creed three. Personally, I would have preferred Creed three because I thought Creed and Creed two were as good as movies we've seen in a long time. But I mean, obviously I, he couldn't. He didn't want to do both. Can I make a counterpoint to that? You know, he wrote Creed three, right? Well, but writing it and also directing it two are very different things. But well, he's the fair. writer and the EP. So well, fine, but he's I not. Mean, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying Michael Michael B. Jordan is. I'm just saying, I'm sure like, look, I, I'm job. sure that Ryan Cooler will be perfectly yeah. happy with yeah. with whatever whatever yeah. he gets. Okay, yeah. so. I thought that was pretty great. It was. Also, I really dig that Creed three trailer, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, good, it's awesome. a good trailer, right? And I want to... So, going into this, I had a conversation with Roger about the villains, why they chose the villain that they did, and the blue people. My personal... How are you going to feel when this is a better Avatar movie than Avatar? <laughs> well, I've seen it, and it's not, so... You don't know that. How are I you going to feel? the first Avatar. How, no, you know, I mean, this is better than Avatar oh, 2. The water. Yeah, I mean, you're... Pr- I mean, that... He's like, flip, it's, he's like, I feel that that's in play. Flip of a coin, it certainly <laughs> could be true. But, okay, so I personally think, because they, they refer to them as the blue people like six times in this. And I want, I want my thing is, I, I think they want you to start thinking about the blue people on Pandora again before Avatar comes out. That's just my biggest, like, Maybe. because Disney does, they own Marvel and they own Fox, which owns Avatar. Yeah. So they own everything under this umbrella. Yeah. So it would make sense. Although, then why would they do that over and over again? The blue people, the blue people, the blue people. Like, why would they do that? Because they're blue. Yeah. Well, Weird, bro. Once is enough. Referring to six times. And then randomly, and I don't know why, Lake Bell shows up in the first scene of this, in the first major action scene of this, where the U.S. government is trying to mine vibranium. They, yep. they have a trying machine. Trying to find it. Trying to find yeah. it. They're trying to find it. They have a machine they can find. They've located it, and now this is a big moment for them. At least they didn't try to straight steal it from Wakanda, like the French. <laughs> right. God. Yeah, just attack them and then just get your asses whipped. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Well, I like that scene, and I'm really pissed off that character. I thought that character had survived. Why bring? Why pay someone like Lake Bell to do that? It's it, it, for for you know the first minute. Um, American operatives are trying to find location and set up mining operations for vibranium, and what we think are the Wakandans stop them and kill many people. But the first kind of what people are calling terrifying is the sirens' call of these these blue people are singing in the water and everyone's just pretty much committing suicide. Yeah, which is dark. And our American operatives put in earplugs, and they manage to get out, and then a flying, floating thing pulls their chopper back. That, that I thought, was an interesting way to open the movie. 
Did you guys think they were still alive, or at least she was gonna be still alive? No, I, no. Because I, she's someone like she's she's done a ton of like hey, she's she dead, bro. <laughs> fine, she dead. Just like that guy who got skewered on the way as the <laughs> last person until she got away. Yeah. With the bombs. <laughs> bombs yeah. that came up over there. <laughs> oh, so I mean no. that's it's important to talk about how this movie starts, I think, because it's it's of course you have to address the Bozeman, you have to address oh, yeah. the fact that the the Black Panther is no longer but the Black Panther is it's whoever it's it's the, the protector, it's the suit, it's it's the symbol of Wakanda. It's not yep. one man, so or one woman. So that's that's what's important to understand here. Let's talk about the um, the plot of our movie, not yeah, our please. plot, but our plot driver, and in the character that they introduce, Riri, Riri Williams. Which, by the way, I think now I'm thinking about it, they have to because of because she has Stark Tech, and there there's a show you guys are Ironheart. Yeah. So that's why they had to introduce her. Well, she had no, to come no, around no. eventually. They didn't have to introduce her in this movie, though. They chose to do that. Oh, I, I agree with you there. And I, I, I think everything with her is completely dead weight. I, and, I, and I do. Like, n- nothing against her character or, you know, the girl who's playing her. I think she's fine. I just don't think she needs to be in this film. I think you could write the whole kidnapping better. I think they just they couldn't find a th- something for our characters to be focused on. You know, and have to weigh that fo- that choice against the war because yeah, the good guys never want to give up somebody to save to save themselves. That's their thing. I think they just couldn't find a better through line to bring everyone together for a cause, and I think it hurts the movie because you have a lot of dead weight there and a lot of dead time. I think with this, you can you can have the princess be kidnapped by Namor because he can fly right in and take whoever he wants. He does it at the very beginning of the film. He does it again when he comes in and bombs the, the kingdom. The same, you know what I mean? The same thing why do they keep sending Harry back to the same school every every it, year in Harry Potter. They just kill him. Well, uh, just be uh, done with that's it. That's what I mean. Like, like they could make any they, sense. They could have just pulled her out with you know Namor could have needed them for help, wanted their help, wanted to know where they stood, take the princess and then things go wrong. You're you know right. You're I mean? absolutely right about that. So it just it is dead weight and, and then it's the, dead time. They could have just in I mean if they had to introduce her they could have just introduced her and then like we know we're going to come, like, give her some shot or some, we'll be back. Like, yeah. But, like, we don't, the fact that she has Stark Tech was a big deal. And I, but, again, I assume it's because, it's because of this, because the movie and Ryan Coogler, that's what the studio was pushing for, to have that character, to have Riri in as a more approachable character. I'm sure of it. Well, I mean, her, Riri Ironheart herself will yeah. be more valuable to the MCU later on. So they bring her in now, get her because look, she's getting her own thing, yeah. and I guarantee you she's gonna be part of Armor Wars. Yeah, well, oh, one hundred percent. That's what but, I mean. But you can you can give her ten minutes on screen, you know, sure. and then be done with her. No, you know right. what well, I mean? they, they could have well, just found her as the person who invented the machine, then talk to her, and, and, and everyone go, "Oh, it's her!" And then so, you know, you cut away. I, I have a counterpoint to that because I think I know why they brought her in as deep as they did. Right, so. We haven't. You talked about Rui Williams. I want to talk about Angela Bassett for a second, okay? Yeah, amazing. Angela so Bassett, she does great. In this. She's great in this movie. Yes, okay. Um, small spoiler: she doesn't make it through this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think with her dying, protecting Riri Williams really solidifies that character's importance. Uh, I, I think that that matters here mm-hmm. because I think they're going to use her as a. Wakandan ally all the way through, mm-hmm. okay? Because it makes sense that, you know, the queen of Wakanda died protecting you. Like, you should have some loyalty. Now, listen, it's all going to be married to her and Shiri are going to be like homegirls, right? Yeah. It's going to be fine. Um, I think that that's important. And, it, like, having a character that is going to be important in our MCU future being the reason that one of the strongest characters of this movie dies, I think that that 
is supposed to add more gravity to this movie. Maybe, but here's the thing: it, it, it's she like like other things in this movie. It the death just kind of happens. It does. Um, I wish they'd have got a little bit more in. You know, I I don't have any problem with her dying. Obviously, yeah. Like I get it. it I mean, it makes sense. But she was by far and away the best of this movie. She carries like, the first half. Of isn't this that film. very similar to how Thor's mom dies? It just kind of happens, and then they mourn for her, and the movie goes on. That's Thor 2, right? Dark World? Yeah. But, yeah. Isn't that, but isn't that... I mean, they've done that before, yeah. is my point. It's yeah. a very important character. Well, they when just, they're fitting a whole bunch of crap in a movie, it's hard to make... That's so the here's thing. the thing. You, but here's the thing, though. You take Riri Williams out of this film mm-hmm. in the capacity that she is, and then you have you have uh, Angela Bassett's character. You can still have a sacrifice. She can die for her daughter. Sure. But I understand your point you're making, where it's like it's it, you know her dying for her... Is instilling those the, the values that they have as leaders, and yep, I get that absolutely. But you can find ways to still do that within your film. You know what I mean? Without having to, well, again, making it more impactful for the people involved directly. Instead. Well, I think it's supposed to be more the reason that they chose to do it. I think it's supposed to impact Shiri more. Um, yeah, that she, she doesn't have a conflict with that though. She doesn't have a, she doesn't have a conflict with Riri being being no, saved. No, no, that's that's not what I mean. I think it's for her mental well being because like she's already in a bad spot, yeah. right? Because her brother is dead. Mm-hmm. She get after her mom dies, doing something fucking heroic mm-hmm. that she couldn't help them. Like that's what that's part of her driven yeah, yeah. side. Because like, look, she's on a bad path, yeah. right? We can agree to that. I think that that helps solidify the fact that her mom did something heroic in the end and it all comes back at the end of this well, movie with yeah. this. I, I think yes. that I think that that's why they did that. She sacrificed herself to save somebody that she didn't have to do that for. Yeah. And I hel- I think that that helps solidify when Shuri becomes the Black Panther and during our end of this movie that she shows mercy because of that. And I, I think that that's important for Shuri's character more so than Riri Williams' character. Yeah. I'm going to chime in for one second and say what you're talking about I think is right. But it's not going to come until Ironheart, when when Shiri really points out to her that my mom died protecting you, and like when they make her more part of the Wakanda sure. of the Wakanda struggle. I kind of I kind of agree with that because yeah. like because even though she does, you know, die for Riri for Riri Williams, they don't point that out. They don't talk about it. They don't do anything with it. It just kind of happens. So and I don't want to be the guy. It. They haven't done it. Yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate being the guy to do that, but I guarantee you that that's coming in the future. But isn't that kind of eye rolly? Yes, it, I, I'm it not is, saying that it's not. Yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. that's I'm pretty sure that that's why that happened. Okay, it is almost cringy. Yes, yes, it's cringy and eye rolly. But look at the past three years of Marvel. It's all. I mean, most of it is with the exception of Spider Man, which I want to get into a later discussion. But yeah, like, yeah. for the second for the second episode of the week, yeah. but like. Most of what we've gotten recently is cringy and eye rolly and She Hulk twerks. That's all. I mean, that's fucking that's, ridiculous. That's a mistake on another on a whole but, other level. But, but okay, <laughs> to, yeah. to, to solidify the point about Williams, like, look, is listen, that might be a bad decision down in the future or down the road in the future, but we won't know True, yeah, until yeah. the future. Because, like, look, that could come up in a really outstanding scenario and she could do something fucking awesome. We'd be like, yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah. great. Or they'll probably screw it up. But. <laughs> But, I mean, we don't know until we know. Yeah. But I honestly think that that's why. Because, listen, Angela Bassett, to me, is far and away the second best thing that happens in this movie, right? She she, she it, is, after Bozeman, she was the she was the, the actor anchor for the for the, sure. the Black Panther it just films. It makes me sad that Marvel films aren't taken a little more seriously, you know, during like, the award stuff. Because I, I, th- I think her performance is, is award-worthy, period, well, in this. Yeah. She's a supporting I, I actress. I don't, sure. dis- I don't disagree with you in any case. Um, but... 
No, you're right. I don't disagree with you in any particular point you're making. Except um, I, I will make the, the statement about when what I believe is the best scene of this entire movie hmm. is when Shiri takes the the um, herb. Well, let's talk about that and who she sees. That's right on the on the ancestral so plane. So I have a couple. I had a couple of theories going into this. Okay, and I, I don't want to play fan dork for a minute for just a second. I I going through this movie did not believe that Shuri was going to become the Black Panther. Okay, okay. I did not. Well, and I'll explain why in a yeah, minute. Yeah. Okay. And up until the point where she takes the herb, I was still on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. And I got way more on the fence about it when she takes the herb and she's going through her, like, spirit walk thing. And she meets Killmonger. Okay? And he's there and he's just like, what's up, cuz? Yeah. And he's, like, surprised to see me. Okay? And I'm just like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah. yeah. What we got going on? Because, like, look, as Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan, again, is fucking awesome. Yep. Right, and he is just hitting her with everything. Well, like, he's hey, hitting her with hard truths. Exactly. See, it's it's stuff that listen. She's already had a really rough run, and no one's even pointed out the fact that hey, look, this is all still happening. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, Wakanda's in trouble. You know, we got to get this stuff squared away. It's part. You know, some of it's your fault. And like, look, you have to start accepting this stuff. And like, that's the conversation that they have. I thought after their conversation when she came out of her little trance spirit walk whatever they call it okay with the ancestors that she was not going to take the mantle she's gonna say like it can't be me kind well, of and thing the, yeah, yeah and the reason for that is because she is so full of rage mm-hmm. i mean absolutely as mad at the world as you can be shiri could not be any you know is at the top of that list right and then when you go into your things it's supposed to be what helps unite you and like center you and give you this power and you see the one person that was just like the greatest destructor Wakanda has ever met, and you see him in your spirit guide, as your spirit guide, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, I gotta get myself well, right. the only reason... I, I did... I posted an article on our social media that says Kevin Feige didn't even want to touch... He didn't want to... He didn't want to touch Bozeman. He didn't want to put him in there digitally. He just didn't want to touch. He didn't think that it was... No, and that's okay. But, like, that's why we got Killmonger... That's the only reason we got Killmonger well, in that scene. That's why it was written that particular way is because they didn't want to approach Bozeman. If if for some reason he had died at the end of the first film, but Bozeman hadn't passed on, we'd have gotten Chadwick Bozeman in that seat. I be- well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, but, no, yeah, but you don't have a different Black Panther Chadwick Bozeman. But, but yeah, the storyline that we well, get... But, you still, but the character's still dead. That's what I'm saying. The story, the, how they approach the story, because like, Shuri's in a really bad place, man. Yeah. Um, Wakanda's collapse. You know, Wakanda's at the edge of the world. Her f- every member of her family is dead, all of them. And then when she goes in and she sees the guy that like helped start the destruction, you know, that like tore her, you know, let her family have to go to exile. Like that's really damning to a person of like your own psyche, right? Yeah. Like imagine for a minute that you you get a chance to do something like this and you see one of the people you hate the most in your life, right? How would you feel when you came out of that? More rageful. Well, or or I'd be conflicted as shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? If I had somebody that I absolutely despise was like, hey, man, you're just like me. You're a garbage person, too. I'd be like, oh, 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 maybe you're right. (laughs) And then I might have to really rethink some shit when I come back out of it. But like that also parallels that. But see, my problem is the spoon feeding here because we get. Namor and Shiri are the they've lost the same they're the same person that's what the movie's trying to tell you that's the parallel the movie is drawing duality yes that's the duality of the film is 
I don't think we needed I because they 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 tell you it, they show you a montage about it, and then they show you another montage and they tell you about it again. We didn't need all of that rehashing of that. I think we do though. And the reason I think that is is because of what Siri sees and the fact that she still becomes the Black Panther and then still after everything, she doesn't end him means that maybe she's a little bit stronger, a little bit smarter than what we you know, how we see her at that point. Yeah. And the fact that she shows mercy in him where like, dude, she just could have killed him. She absolutely just could have killed him. Yeah, but what's that gonna I understand that, but that's see, that's where the movie started. I mean, that's one of the one of the places the movie just rang false to me is I don't think she has stopped. And I think what he did to her first would have killed her. The suit's pretty strong, man. Yeah. Well, it's not a suit, but like the thing went through her body. That's part yeah. of the suit. Well, it's the, the suit, suit and, and it's, it's a serum. Or whatever? It's a suit and it's the 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 blessing of the Black Panther as yeah. well. It, you you they're regenerative. Yeah, yeah. the suit would seal it up. It's got the nanites. It's, yeah, she w- she would probably have been okay. Yeah, but I, I also don't know if it's strong enough when the, the queen from the ancestral plane says, "Show him who we are." Would have been enough to stop how mad she was, how angry she I, was. I think it would be. Well, she, Shiri's not dumb. That's my thing is like, well, no, she's, not she's really she's smart. She's brilliant. She has to know that the uneasy piece made at the end of this movie is going to result in way more bloodshed and war for Wakanda. Well, listen, an uneasy piece is better than full out war at all times. Cause like, look, if she kills him, all those people on that boat are dead. Everybody dies. I mean, that's, that's you, how you, you mean the seven people that are left. Yeah. I mean, they're all Do you know what a know zero sum? Key characters, dog. Do you know what a zero sum game is? Yeah, I, I, I get but it. But no, that's what that is. Like that is by definition. Like if you don't stop this, it never stops. Well, she didn't know that they were who was alive on the ship and who wasn't alive. Yeah, but she made the conscious choice to yeah, spare but, this man's life. Yeah, but eventually she'll lose everyone she loves to war anyway. Yep. Because like, look, if she kills him, you think they don't come straight to Wakanda every time, right? Again, yeah. but again, that's the whole thing with. These people seem to be indestructible, and I hate that. I can't stand that when it comes to villains. It just it unnerves me to the point where I'm just angry. Um, I, I mean, mean sure, but again, the the reason like some for all the good we get, we get the the more eye rolly and cringy stuff. And is, I mean, like where this movie's good, it's good. Well, I mean, but so where like, it's bad, it's bad. And an, another piece in this film that I don't like is the fact that we get no discussion on who becomes Black Panther. I don't know why you don't have you, you don't ha- you don't have again the Black Panther thing kind of just happens along yep. with. The death of you know of the queen, a few other things just kind of happen. I think a really strong scene in this film would have been having um, you know like like your big players within the Black Panther universe, you know, at least discussing why they should be the next Black Panther or if they should be or if they should consider somebody. You have you know someone who technically isn't a part of the Royal Guard anymore, which means she can do something else now. I yep. thought that could have been a cool redemption arc. You have um, I can't remember his name, but I'm Duke, right? Yeah, Winston yeah, Duke. Yeah, you know, you have his Hawk. character who could who could you know at least put in a bid for it, or people could put a bid of him in for him. And then you know, uh, and then two of our other characters that we get you know could also be you know a part of that talk. I think that that's an interest at least to give it like four minutes of screen time. You know what I mean? And then land on her as you know, you know, no, you know, this is this is my birthright. You know, I I I'm gonna take this on or something. You know what yeah, I mean? It, it could have either you know, my from my personal perspective, it could have either been Okoye, which yeah. is. The yeah. Royal Guard mm-hmm. or uh, Nakia. Yes. Um, which is his girlfriend. So yep. that's why I thought, and I mean, this seriously, when she came out of her, you know, ancestral plane, I thought she was going to give it yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, I made the wrong th- call. That door's open. You know it, what I mean? It was, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Now, look, I, I, 
honestly don't have a problem with Shuri being Black Panther. No. It's not the point. But I think there's a better story if you go a different route, except for what we get at the very, very end of this movie. Mm-hmm. I begin to understand why they didn't go with at least one person. Yeah, and yeah. that's totally fine yeah. to me. And, so. and another piece of, of the things that are just kind of happening, like I, I don't, or not kind of happening, but things that are kind of on the negative, I don't like that Marvel spoiled the reveal of who, who puts on the suit. I think that hurts. I think such a big moment should have been saved for your screen. They've they've hidden things before until like the last second. You know what I mean? Instead, we got a trailer that shows her in the suit at least. There's at least a female in the suit. It's her. You can tell by yeah. you, can, you can tell by the build. But that was by design too. They exactly by design. But uh, I think pl- that was hundred hey, percent political. It's poor design. Hundred percent. Well, political. hold on. It, it, political or not, it's poor design well, I, i'm not arguing with you, you know but it is but it is that was intentional 100 percent. i i just I, I don't see why you can't you know have a big reveal like that and let your fans experience that that are going to pay to see your film i mean you didn't have to have a black panther in any wakanda forever trailer true you didn't yeah you don't have, have black panther in the wakanda forever movie it's true well and there shouldn't have been i mean i, uh, no, I feel no, like there I was a lot of i feel like there was a lot of you could have you could have made this you really could have made this two movies. It's possible. I don't know. I don't know how you do that, but you could have made it. You could have easily split this up in two films. Maybe there's a lot of information there, and I think it's a bog this movie down so much. They try to tackle so much in one film. It is two hours and forty minutes. I get that, but there's a lot of things happening here. Like to me, why? I mean, we've not seen the. We've seen for some reason the beginning of Freeman's next or his his character's next arc. Yeah, he didn't do much, but like he's he's, he's supremely important to this story. Mm. So I mean, th- even then, it's he was criminally underutilized. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. You use him for seven on-screen minutes, if even that. Yeah. Sure. And he's pretty much just a scapegoat. That's all right. It's embarrassing. A build story for later. There's some. So like, I mean, uh, overall, I don't think there's much left for me to talk about with this film that I've already said. Like, you have you have some really good action scenes in here when they're happening. You have some really dark and hard to see action scenes too. Uh, you, yeah, for once you don't have a faceless villain, which is nice. You know, there's not just like some faceless thing that they're fighting that's in waves and waves. You have a you have a person, and then you have his nation, and you do get a little more one on one action with a couple of these characters that come up. You know, the warrior thing, yep. and then with 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 Namor, and you know, with you know the people involved. It's just there's a lot of holes here. You know, in what could have been, I think, a better film. I, I don't disagree with you. I I think there's a ton of stuff going on here. I think there's a lot. That we haven't yet discussed as far as the, the importance of the MCU. I mean, do you guys have nothing else you guys want to discuss on this one? Uh, I have something very important to discuss about the MCU is our end credit sequence. Um, well, b- b- before we get there, is the is the, is the other part of the again is I, I don't think Shiri's there yet. The letting go, the mourning, the finally being okay with what happened. That's I think okay. I think that's forced, and it's unfortunate because they know they didn't want to do for some reason they didn't want to. It to spill over into a second film, so but I do think it's a beautiful scene in the end too. It's the bookend of the beginning, of um, her mourning and burning a very important thing on a pyre, thinking of Bozeman, thinking of T'Challa. I think that's also very important. I think that is the best part of the film. Sure, the beginning and the end, the bookend, and then what comes next is because we do see what comes next. We do see that little boy again in the movie before. We just don't know who he is yet. Mm-hmm. But that's what's the important part. But mm-hmm. go, go Yeah, ahead. I mean, we meet his son. We meet old Toussaint. Yep. Um, and I think that that's a big deal, that we've 
we hardly ever get a child actor of that age get drawn into anything. And I think that that's cool that his legacy, you know, they, that they, they gave Chadwick Boseman a legacy on the screen yeah. that will continue. And I think that that's a great choice. Um, however, listen, if that character never becomes anything except for, you know, yeah, you know, that's, you know, her knee or her nephew, that's fine with me. Mm. I just think that that was cool how they did that. And I appreciate the sentiment behind that. You know, yeah. like this is a reason why this character wasn't, you know, involved. Cause like, look, they talk about her being gone for five years. Like she was gone for a snap. I don't think she was gone for the snap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was out doing other things and taking care of business in her own right. And that's fine. Um, I think for them to, to have that as the ending of this movie was very fitting. And I, I, I liked it. Um, is it ever going to be useful in the MCU side? I have no idea. It doesn't have to be. But though. it doesn't It'll have be to be. useful for Wakanda. I mean, that's lineage. Well, exactly. Yeah. But that may never come into on yeah, screen again. We yeah. may never go that far in the future. Though. Oh, we're definitely going to go that far in the future. Well, you got to go a long way to get that kid to grow up some. So, you know, Or just cast someone else when it's time to show that character again. Well, no, I, I understand. But that means you're, you're skipping 10 years plus. Yeah. The kid's like six, bro. <laughs> but they, so you think for they, him to I be viable know. in anything, he's got to be at least 16. Yeah, fair, but I mean, look, the the, the character is there, and that's what's important. That's what I mean. Yeah, that, that that's his a name, big deal. his Wakanda name is T'Challa. Yeah, I, damn right it is. Yes, that's my point, though. <laughs> the like, fuck else would it be, son? That's super important. I like how that too. boy was like timid and like you know just kind of playful. Dog. And when he when he t- said his name, he was like, "My name is Prince T'Challa." Like he became, he was like he knew it was serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't like the whole. Oh, he came to visit me several times, and we talked about. I, I don't like that. She didn't say that. Yeah. No. They said they talked about. Yeah, they talked about it. She didn't say that he came to visit he, me plenty of times, but he he saw he met his son several times. He's yeah. he he wasn't he met his son several times. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Is, and so did the queen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But my point is, T'Challa went there to see his son several times. So what's your point? What's the problem? What do you mean he didn't visit? It's the same thing. Okay, but what's your point about that though? I don't like the. I don't. There's no better way to do it. I just don't like the. Oh, but this was going on in the background the whole time, Why and not? people didn't know about it. Secret family, man. But don't you think they would have alluded to that in no. the first one? Why, why do they have to? They don't have to. There's nothing wrong with things happening off screen. In a world as big as is of what we're getting I, out of the I Marvel thing, I get it. Thing, and what do you yeah. do with Bozeman passing? Even without Bozeman, most options are not good. Even without Bozeman passing, if you had him have have a have his like off screen family happening between movies, there's nothing wrong with that. We did that all for Hawkeye. It doesn't hurt anything. I disagree with you, but that's just me. I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah, it, I want to see it. I don't want to. I don't want to be told it's been there for <laughs> six years and never. Like, what I do mean, you, mean you know, it's been you know, we for... don't meet Clint Barton's family until like the Infinity War after. No, we meet him during uh, Infinity... Civil War. Okay, yeah, when they're, right, on the, yeah. when they're on the run. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. But that wasn't like an entire, like in. an after, like <laughs> an entire. You know, cataclysmic world-ending event <laughs> happened, and then, hey, this guy's got a family. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, but I mean, it's—I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying I prefer not. But but then again, they didn't expect Bozeman to pass either. Well, no, of course well, not. So. Yeah. It's it's a sad story. Um, anything else we need to go over with this movie? We're running a little long here. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think I've covered everything I want to move cover. Into, let's move into scoring it then. Okay. I'll go first if if you guys don't mind. Yeah, so I, I want to premise with I, I like this movie as a tribute to Chadwick Boseman more than I like it as a Marvel action movie. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys will agree with me on that. Like, look, Black the first Black Panther movie is probably one of the better Marvel movies that they ever made as a full standalone movie. Um, 
That being said, this movie is not that. Um, it, it fails to compare to that. And it, it, it's a sad reason why, obviously, because, like, look, you lose Bozeman, and that, that just does hang over this whole movie. And they do their best, I think, to really develop a future for Wakanda in that character past this, okay? And that's, that's fine. That being said, this movie is just slightly above average for me. This movie's like a six. Um, it's not awful. If you like the Black Panther character, if you like to see what they're doing with it, you'll enjoy it. But I think it's probably too long. Um, CGI is not the best we've ever seen, which is something we've run into multiple times in Marvel movies recently. Recently, yeah. Um, and some of this, like, we have some characters completely blowed out of the water. We have some other characters, like, why are you even here? Um, so it's, it's a six for me. Okay. So I feel like this film... Is you get the app like its film is at its best when it's doing its Marvel thing. It's also doing it. It's also the, at its worst when it's doing its Marvel thing. You know what I mean? It, it just it, it has some serious holes that Marvel causes for itself, and then it's got some great high points that Marvel storytelling when it shines, it really does shine really well. Um, I think you have a great uh, like well, a great to put it, a great book ending with you know with Chadwick Boseman you know the tribute to him and his character as as T'Challa the Black Panther and I do think that you know it has some fun action and it has some really cool things to see on screen. Um, I'm gonna give it the same as X score actually. It, it, this is a six. It's not the worst film. It's it's slightly above average in my opinion. It's also slightly too long with some holes in it. I agree, and I wanted to save this part for the last. I didn't want to score like look at the. I didn't want to look at the um, scores like we usually do. Start. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about it first. This is a big movie to a lot of people. It, it's a it's a big deal. Yeah. So the Rotten Tomatoes is an eighty four, and the audience score is ninety five. Okay. I don't think it deserves anywhere near that audience score. Like not maybe by like twenty points doesn't Remember, even deserve that's that. Not a, that's not a numeric score. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, well, no, that's I, not I, I, I understand that, but yeah. you don't think ninety nine, ninety five people around would have appreciated that movie as a fifty one out of a hundred at least. No, I of course. Yeah. Well, uh, so I mean, like you know, like like in, in in fairness to that to that piece of the discussion, you know, what's your score? Well, but and the meta, the Metacritic sixty seven, that's about more where I sit is exactly a six. Okay, is I think this movie is good. I think it's got some great things. I think the movie's at its best when it's honoring Bozeman. I didn't, despite what they tried, I didn't feel Chadwick Bozeman in the movie outside of where we were shown him in the movie. Um, but on the upside, I thought the twist with Killmonger was excellent. I thought it showed a great duality for Shiri. I think what this movie does is it sets up it sets up Shiri yeah. to yeah. go on. Yeah, of course. So that's all this movie does. It's passing the torch. That's all so, it had to do. So like, like, like it, just to further that, that this, I guess, one final discussion is, if this was Rotten Tomatoes right here, we'd be at a 100 audience score. Well, of course it would. You we know what I mean? It above a five. Well, exactly. Yeah. And I think you're going to be hard pressed to find someone that say this movie's below average. I think you're going to have. It's going to be hard because this movie does have the Marvel formula in it. It does have some comedy, See, which it, it, it pulled back on the comedy in this too. Which, but there's a lot of bad comedy too. That's fine. But it but, here, work. but here's the thing: you're going to be hard pressed to find people that say this movie's below a five. It's just not no, going to happen. You're not wrong about that, and it's you're not wrong about that, and it, to me. It, I really thought about this. I saw it twice. I wanted to really get in there. Um, I, I just don't think it's anywhere near the Marvel's best either, which I think has to be said too. I, I wonder if this is how Nolan felt when um, Heath Ledger died. I, I mm. wonder if this is very similar to a lot of Maybe. people. Of, 
because like he had to change everything. Like he already had the story written, and I'm sure you know. It's I'm prob- sure Kubo situa- knew exactly where he the situation to is it. probably a little bit worse actually, just because of the gravity of the character you have and what Marvel's built. Oh right, because, where, you because know the I mean? big yeah yeah no, you know what I mean. So I mean, and, and the farther reaching universe, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. And it, it touches way more people. And plus, also while the Joker is an iconic character, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, I think. Touches more people on a much on a much more on a much more serious level than the Joker as your, your favorite villain. You know what I mean? I, I think agree. I think Bozeman as the Black Panther. You know, for you know, for perfect. a ton of for a, a, so many people. That's a that's a very strong connection point. It was it was perfect. He was a perfect casting choice. Yeah. Imagine if that had been reversed when it was uh, Michael B. Jordan and then Bozeman was Killmonger. Do you think that could have even been done? I I, I think that both mm-hmm. characters played the roles they were meant to play. Okay, fair. I mean, it's just, you know, we don't, yeah. we see it as one thing. We, we can never see it as anything else. So I'm just, you know, I mean, yeah. Bozeman is, he does exude more of the good guy appeal. So <laughs> he does. I definitely get that. But yeah. I, I think six is across the board is what this movie deserves. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's well earned. It's, 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 so it's, do we. It's a tough one to get right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think, I think Kugler finally went home some night and he was like, he feel the pressure like on his chest, like an elephant on his chest. I just this is you're you're right though. When you were talking about this is one they had to get right, this is one they had to get right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they got anything wrong. I just I, I'm not sure they got the it. The things they needed to hit. get right, like needed to get right. Like Bozeman, like they knocked it out of the park. Like the homage part of it. Yeah. That's what they needed to get yeah. right. And I, I, I agree with they you. They did that with flying colors, hundred yeah. percent. All right, gentlemen, we have finished another episode. Yes. Did you guys get emotional at all during this either? During the two viewings I was in, twice I was people were bawling. I didn't get emotional, but I didn't either. I but don't know the 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 opening with the silence and and that was I didn't get emotional though. But I was like, I can understand. How I, I felt yeah. like it felt heavy. It was impactful. Yeah. So like, uh, I I did notice a couple times like. I'm big on the whole like like the whole like 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 team speech thing and like big speech moments or like heroic moments. Like it's the only time in movies that I get actual chills, mm-hmm. and I had that a couple times in this film because there are a few moments. Uh, like I'll that. be honest, I felt more emotionally impacted at the very end of this movie with his kid. Yeah, you know, as a father, I yeah, felt that. Same. So. Well, I was happy. I mean, I like. It's a cool twist. To it that is a story. cool twist, but I, I also like the idea that we. I mean, we're looking at ten years down. Well, if, I mean, I say the few few movies down the road, but. I'm looking forward to seeing T'Challa back in the suit for Black Panther. I liked Bozeman and I liked you know the character of T'Challa as the king as yeah. Black Panther. So I, I am excited for that. But I, I think that what they did get right was the was the tribute to Bozeman. They they knocked it out of the park. They did 100. percent All right, this has been episode 305A of For the Love of Cinema, a movie hey. podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. On the, on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, boys, next week, we're looking at the menu. Ooh, theatrical. And we're going to be taking a look at Spirited. The lovely duo of Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Chris, how do you feel about that? Chris is not excited I, at I all. I can't wait to see this film. Love the enthusiasm <laughs> oozing from that side of the table, Chris. I hate Love Will it. Ferrell so much. <laughs>